This is a beautiful world. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is a beautiful world. The World Wildlife Fund just came out with a report in the last six months or so showing that we have lost half of the numbers of wild species on this earth in the last 40 years alone. That's Mary Ellen Hannibal, author of Citizen Scientist, searching for heroes and hope in an age of extinction. And it's an important thing that we think of extinction as that poor, you know, visions of the polar bear on a melting ice flow or the African elephants being hunted to extinction for their ivory. But even just as important as that are losing numbers of wild species even in our own backyards. So the number of birds that are migrating overhead, the number of butterflies that are migrating through or that are, you know, living in different regions are vastly being reduced by human impacts. Hannibal believes that one of the planet's greatest hopes for survival is a growing league of citizen scientists. So citizen science is a general term referring to regular people without advanced degrees contributing to scientific research. Citizen scientists have a long and celebrated history, going all the way back to Aristotle, da Vinci, and Darwin, who all made important observations about the natural world world in areas outside their educations. But today's citizen science is turbocharged by smartphone technology. And basically what we're trying to do is mob source data collection, distribution, and abundance on the landscape so that we can get a good picture of patterns of what's happening to species as the climate is changing and help support them and help stem the sixth mass extinction that is currently underway. You heard her. The sixth mass extinction is currently underway. But it may be possible to slow or reverse these catastrophic changes if we all pitch in. That means sending in observations from our own backyards, wherever they happen to be. For example, a large landowner in South America a couple of years ago decided he wanted to know what species were on his property. A herpetologist in New York City was looking at this feed of nature observations from South America, and he saw a frog that he said, that is new to science. Um, And he flew down to South America to check it out, and indeed it was a new species that no one had known existed. Hannibal says you can become a citizen scientist no matter what your favorite subject is. You can help with scientific studies on bees, butterflies, dogs, water quality, outer space, you name the subject, institutions like Yale, Stanford, Cornell, the Smithsonian, NASA, the National Weather Service, National Ocean Service, the Audubon Society, they all need citizen scientists. And Hannibal recommends a free app called iNaturalist and a website called SciStarter.org that connects everyday people to science projects around the world. Well, I find quite a lot of heroes, and mostly they're regular people, and certainly some scientists and some, you know, policy leaders, but really regular people who are attuned to supporting nature in whatever way they can and who see what needs to be done and they're doing it. But I think the most important thing to understand is that we are all heroes. We're all on a heroic journey. That's part of our own individual, you know, life history. And it's in our power to put this into our daily life to help support nature. Or you can also get out there and help remove invasive species and help, you know, help support habitat very directly. The beautiful world is let's keep it beautiful. Let's support it and not lose it. Hannibal's book, Citizen Scientist, Searching for Heroes and Hope in an Age of Extinction, provides a rich education and how you can become a citizen scientist, and in Hannibal's eyes, an essential element to saving our planet and a much-needed 
Everyday Hero. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is A Beautiful World, NPR News. Brought to you with help from the Polad Family Foundation.